Hello, and welcome to Libo with Jacqueline, the podcast. That was Chloe coughing in the background. She was just playing with her squeaky toy that looks like a can of Pepsi, and it says the word poopsie on it. Isn't that hilarious? Leave that to Jonathan to purchase her (laughs) several of these um, gimmicky dog toys. Definitely overfloweth with these things. Today's episode is entitled, How to Pave Your Path. I've been talking to a lot of clients recently because guess what? At the time of this recording, we're just about to enter Q4. I'm not a business person in terms of that, but I always love the idea of wrapping up the year and thinking about how are we leading and landing into this space of how am I closing out the year? What do I want this to look like? School's in session. We're just about to cross over to Labor Day and everybody's back in class. If you've gone to school for at least 12 years or more, you must always feel like September is the start of the season. This is a perfect reset for so many of us. It's natural. And it's built in beautifully to give you that runway for 12 to 16 weeks before all the bullshit starts with New Year's resolutions, which you know I don't believe in. Okay? So how are we approaching paving our path? If you're not thinking about something you can set for yourself tomorrow as a goal to take care of future you, that tomorrow version of you, you're going to continue to flounder. You're going to continue to feel ungrounded and you're going to just have wishful thinking that the body of your dreams or the exercise routine you'd like to start or the self-care that isn't happening might just magically occur. It doesn't work that way, friends. So we have to set out a roadmap. I was talking to a client this week and I thought, I likened it to being Dorothy on the yellow brick road. She had a path to follow. She knew where she was headed. She was going to Oz and she didn't exactly know what to expect when she got there, but she knew that she could walk this path and was going to get her on the way towards her goals. Now, as we know, I was just spending 10 days out in the West, out in California, then on Lake Tahoe, and then in Park City. Definitely did some hiking while we were in these places, all three actually. And every single hike we did did not really have an exact path. And some of them, the path forked into different directions. And all I could think about was, you have to make a choice when you're on this path. And when it's not clear, you might feel confused. You might not know if this is going to bring you to the main thoroughfare to get you back to where you started. Wouldn't it just be a bit easier if you took the time to either Google that shit or ask a friend who's maybe walked it before or done a little bit of research and say, oh, this is how it needs to go 
so I don't get lost or feel like I'm walking in circles. That's where paving your path comes into play. How many P alliterations can I make for you? (laughs) But truly, I think the worst feeling in the world is feeling like you're putting in the work and not getting any results. That's honestly how I landed here five years ago. I was going to CrossFit six days a week. I was going to spin one day a week. I was eating paleo perfectly, but I was eating too many calories. It doesn't work. You got to be in a calorie deficit. End of story. That's how all diets work. Mom was giving me a hand like she's like, yeah, mama, you tell him. It's the truth. And so there are myriad ways for you to get there. Okay, because you can sign up for Weight Watchers. You can go do keto if you want. But I don't know if you're going to be very happy. And is it sustainable? Are you building true lifestyle habits that allow you to have the flexibility that you desire? Are they giving you the emotional freedom, the time freedom, the mind space freedom to be able to eat in the land of 90% wholesome, nourishing foods and 10% fun, exciting, indulgent foods. That's really what it comes down to if you want to see progress. And we can do that in a lot of ways, right? We can do that by using tools like tracking in a food diary. We could do it by eyeballing our portions. We can do it by using a plate fork, boat forecast. <laughs> Plate focused focused and putting down our forks. Those are habits. Those are all intuitive eating principles. Sometimes when we're just starting, tracking can feel really overwhelming, right? And so sometimes we just have to even understand where we're starting from. So maybe you say, I just want to start having an awareness of how much I'm even consuming. Let me just put all my food on a plate. Every single thing that goes into my mouth starts on a plate first. What if you did that? Maybe you're somebody who's eating through a drive-thru a lot. Maybe you're standing up in the nurse's station and grabbing a brownie between patients. Maybe your mom eating the crustables over the sink while you're putting away the dishes. Do you, people are going to be like, I feel attacked. I feel, oh, I'm seen. Yeah, that's right. Because guess what? I'm ripping this from the headlines, kids. I've seen this come in over the thousands of clients I've coached. I get it. So there's no shame in that. It's just awareness. I always say this to every single client who walks through my doors or walks through the internet to my space. I say, the first step we need to have is awareness of what we're even doing. If you don't even know that, let's just data gather. Start by taking stock of where you're at currently. And when you have that information, you get to make a choice of how you want to handle that. And what, if anything, you would like to change. Maybe you want to change nothing. Maybe you want to change your portion sizes. Maybe you'd like to increase your water intake. Maybe you want to bump up your veggies because you don't see nearly a vegetable in sight. Maybe you're saying, holy smokes, I'm not eating as much protein as I thought I was. Because maybe you tracked in the past and you did it then, but here you are now three to five years later and all of a sudden, it tripped back down to what you once were doing. And it's maybe that's why you're hungry. Maybe you're saying, oh, 
I just want to improve my relationship with sugar because I feel like it's the devil, but it's really not. And I need it to be able to lift weights in the gym. And I actually like enjoying sugar. So I want to have a birthday cake with my family. How can I release the guilt that's around that, that's been inbred in me? Remember, like my grandmother used to say, Jacqueline, let's be naughty. Let's eat this Snickers bar. And I was like, Grandma, why are we bad? That's some unlearning, right? So how are you going to pave your path so you can start to make some of the changes that are going to lead you towards your goals? I would love to hear about it. Can you send me a DM maybe and just say, hey, Jacqueline, I listened to your recent podcast and this is the one thing that I'm going to start paying attention to. And it's going to be that brick on my path. I would really be excited if you'd share that with me because we are all starting somewhere. Even me, I'm starting something new for Q4. Really excited about it. Definitely a little bit nervous. All of the feelings, but those are the things that are going to make us grow, make us change. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Live With Jacqueline podcast. Have a great day.